It's prediction time for the 2023 NFL season for the 49ers. What is the record? The Super Bowl champion, MVPs, rookies of the year, all coming up on today's Locked On 49ers. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock and Eric Crocker with you as always at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker. Thanks everybody for making us your first listen on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A very special guest with us on this Wednesday episode of Locked On 49ers as usual. Today's episode brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets. Lowest price, guaranteed. You know what time it is. It's Winky Wednesday. We are going to break down the 49ers schedule. What's the record going to be this year for the Niners in 2023? Season awards, all that stuff. It's prediction time. And, uh, of course, we will forget all about it by the time of the end of the season because I don't want anybody with uh, receipts on this except I have one big-time prediction how this whole thing ends up in 2023, and I can't wait to hear what you guys have. No Nick Bosa to start week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Croc and I are going to have our official predictions here, Wink, but I know you have a week by week of the 49ers, what their record is going to be. So we'll go through that to start. And do you have a W or an L for the 49ers starting here in week number one? Well, I mean, is it official that Bosa's out? Because that could definitely change how I go week one. Because you look at the record of Nick Bosa starting with the 49ers, it's very good, and it's not good when he's not in the lineup. Yep. Uh, I believe, and I, I was too lazy to do it myself and go through it, but um, Eric Branch, 49ers beat writer for the San Francisco Chronicle, did the work for us. And the 49ers' record with and without Bosa, as you would expect, is very different. 37 and 14 since joining the team in 2019. 37 and 14 with Nick Bosa, 5 and 10 record without Nick Bosa since 2019. Mm. So yeah, that's there you go. So it should make a difference on whether or not you pick a W or an L for the 49ers. What let's say, well, so right now he's not signed. So I think it's affected. So you, you might only get half the game of Bosa anyway. So let's say it's half Bosa wink. What do you got? (laughs) Well, if you look back to 2021, actually uh, the Steelers went through something like this with, uh, with TJ Watt where he held out. And then just a few days before the season, he signed his extension had like one practice, came in, got a couple sacks, and I think he won defensive player of the year that year. So there's still time for Bosa to get under contract, show up. But if I really have to break it down, I, I think the 49ers are going to win this football game. I, I like what they've done this preseason. I, I, I like, I'm not, I'm a little nervous about George Kittle maybe not playing as well. So if they're going to be without Kittle, without Bosa, this is going to be a hard fought game for these 49ers. But I mean, this is a, a team that's championship or bust, right? I mean, this is a team that that's what that's their goal and it starts week one and i think kyle's gonna have them ready to go whoever's out there with bosa without bosa with kittle without kittle i I think it's gonna be a win for the 49ers i I have a question for you peacock as it pertains to the the holdout and maybe winky you can answer this as well but we talked about what and him holding out and coming in and him playing and it was kind of a last minute thing there is a slight difference he was actually holding in so although he wasn't doing cert- certain activities, he was with his team involved mm-hmm. in a lot of stuff, you know, 
what was he doing, you know, with maybe a trainer on the side of the field? Was he still kind of exerting a certain level of energy that might potentially match uh, playing in the game? Uh, do you think there's a difference there with a guy holding in, being a part of the organization, everything that's going on, and a guy holding out, maybe preparing in a similar way, but offsite? I think there's definitely a difference there as it pertains to, to Nick Bosa and just having your body ready to play a full football game and in the ramp up. Um, I don't know what Watt did that season. If there was like some stuff after practice he was doing on his own and, you know, getting off against an offensive lineman and, you know, putting himself through some of those things to be more ready for week one, I would assume a hold in would be better than a hold out to get yourself prepared. But that's really the one question I have about both is just game readiness, um, you know, soft tissue stuff. And, mm. and that type of thing, is he going to, you know, be at risk and, and how much he'll actually play in the game would be, you know, my, my big question there, and by the way, as pointed out on the YouTube comments with the Steelers fans coming strong, uh, watching these episodes of Locked Up 49ers getting ready for week one. Uh, it's the same story for TJ Watt. When he's out, the Steelers have had some problems and some struggles, and he missed some time last year, and we saw that. So uh, it's really important. And the way that the, uh, the – and, and I don't have it in front of me, but the way this one listener who's a Steeler fan put it is – when you have a truly great player, a difference-making player, it can cover up some other holes and some other weaknesses that might be around them on a football team. And so it's not just getting their good play that really elevates the guys around them. And we've seen that with the 49ers and some of the production the 49ers have gotten with other guys outside of Nick Bosa. Yeah, that's a good or even on the back end, right? I mean, we, we talked about yeah. the 49ers in their secondary, and I've talked about how they don't have the most physical freaks on the back end, but they have a lot of guys that just do their job. Uh, when you have a guy like Nick Bosa out there and he's kind of speeding up the clock of opposing quarterbacks, how much does that help guys just be able to kind of know, oh, well, Nick Bosa is going to get there. So as long as I just have to cover for this amount of time, do my job, I'm going to be fine. We're going to look good. And, oh, man, I can be Hufunga and end up being an all-pro because of the pressure Bosa puts on guys. When you take that away, do guys start to get a little bit more exposed for not having kind of that next-level athleticism again I talked about that play against the Chargers and I probably won't forget about that unless maybe Lenore or somebody else makes a freakish play but allowing a guy like Kelly a running back from the Chargers to outrun your entire defense you know that just showed right there in the split second you could see maybe that lack of next level athleticism that the 49ers don't really have especially on the back end so um, you know if you have Nick Bosa does that run go the same way maybe but do you feel more comfortable if he's out there that it won't happen again? Like definitely so. Yeah. I think that when you ask the question is, is Bosa going to be ready to go week one? You know, if he comes in super late, if there's one guy in the NFL that I'm going to bank my money on that, he's taking good care of his body. He's putting in the reps. He's doing everything he needs to do to be ready. Nick Bosa's right at the top of that list. And if he does sign, he'll be in the game. But the 100%. question is, you know, and, you know, is it going to be a third down role? Is he? Because he's a good run defender as well. Like you want him out there every down. Mm -hmm. Does he just? Does it just get full go? Is he? Is he that ready? And and he might be doing enough privately that he's like, yeah, I'm ready to go. I've been like, I I hired up some offensive linemen to come down. Like I, I've been doing everything I can. I've been going through you know, uh, preseason football level pacing with my workouts and and 
playing against offensive linemen. I don't know what he's been doing, and I wouldn't put anything past Nick Bosa at all. I don't want to put a limit on it, but he might not be there at all to even do third down work with the 49ers. But Wink's got a W for the for the 49ers against the Pittsburgh Steelers in week one. Let's roll some of these uh, fast, Nick, and then Croc and I will give us our, the win totals at the end, but we're going to go through every game here with your predictions for the Niners. Week two is at the Los Angeles Rams. I like it. Back-to-back wins on the road for the 49ers Rams with the Cooper Cup stuff. Not not worrying me too much. Uh, and then they get to come home for the home opener Thursday night game against the Giants. I'm going to be at that game, so they're obviously going to win that one. That's good. <laughs> you know, they, they I like to, they like to win when I show up. So I actually have five wins in a row for the 49ers to start the season. They go wow. and, you know, home against the Cardinals, at home against the Cowboys. And I think that's kind of like a tipping point for them where they they – not that they start to smell themselves, you know, like, yeah, we're really good. We're five and oh, let's go. But that's kind of like, okay, we did this a great way to start the season. We're five and oh, they go on the road to Cleveland. And actually, I, I have them picking up their first loss in week six at Cleveland, one of those shockers, you know, where they kind of step back and they're like, oh, what, how do we lose that game? There, maybe a lot of things go wrong for them. Maybe there's some bad weather. Maybe they just took them a little bit lightly. But what do you guys think about that so far? I like it. Five and one start after six weeks and uh, first loss week six on the road at the Cleveland Browns. That would be a heck of a start for the 49ers for sure, because we've seen how they finished in recent years and it's been the start that slowed them down. You'd be start, you'd be start, you'd be talking about one seed in the NFC potentially if the 49ers are able to get off to that start and it would alleviate any of the worries that 49ers fans have about whether it's Purdy, Bosa signing, any of that. Yeah. So it, it gets a little bit, bad after that it gets it gets worse right because then you go not only at cleveland but then you got to go at minnesota and i see another loss there i see it as like oh man we're th- this is just a team that that thought they were rolling right five and oh then five and one now five and two and then they come home and they're like oh we got the bengals coming into town great third straight loss niners are sitting five and three heading into the bye you mentioned the slow start i also always see this team as like that slow beginning is kind of what what gets them but they come out hot and then they're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's let's just put, get, put this in check a little bit. Five and three heading into the bye. That is the difficult part of their schedule. It starts in about week five. Dallas Cowboys, Cleveland Browns, back-to-back on the road with the uh, Minnesota Vikings come back home after the back-to-back on the road, a prime timer against the Vikings to face the uh, Cincinnati Bengals in week eight. So it'll be a much-needed bye there. And then a uh, a, pr- a pretty uh, a pretty formidable opponent as well coming out of the bye November 12th against the Jacksonville Jaguars week 10. Yeah, but I see them, you know, putting in the time, putting in the work, trying to right this ship, sort of what they did last year. And, and uh, it's a win at Jacksonville. You got the time, you put in you put in the work. It's a good Jacksonville team. They're, they're definitely, they, they showed last year making the playoffs. They, they've gotten a lot better. And I think they got even better this year. So that, that's going to be one of my favorite games of the year. I'm really looking forward to that one. Okay, we're we're 10 weeks down here on the the week by week Winkler predictions. Then we're going to have all of our predictions here on the 49ers final record, a division winner, Super Bowl winner, MVPs, rookies of the year and all that for the team in the in the league. So, uh we got more predictions to come on this episode of Locked On 49ers next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers brought to you by Harry's. No matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you will love. So, You'll love it in the pocketbook and you'll love it on your face. And other people will look at your face and say, yeah, I like that too. Make you look maybe a little bit younger, right? And uh, and the shaves, the a clean shave can make you feel a lot of things, confident, 
uh, more attractive maybe to uh, to to find that mate, right? Or if you've already found your your mate and your life partner, uh, it's uh, it's a way to uh, to maybe rekindle some things there as well with your Harry's Rage razors, which are legendary high quality razors and skin products as well, like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion. Harry's gives you a premium shave without the premium price tag. The starter set is a $13 value, by the way, at harrys.com slash NFL for just $3. It includes a five-blade German-engineered razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover. Get your best shave, the best shave ever this summer with Harry's razors and skincare products. Get a $13 starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash NFL. That's harrys.com slash NFL for a $3 starter set. We think Croc, uh, a lot of W's stacking up over here. We're talking about uh, we're talking about an all-time season potentially. A little stumble there, what week six and seven, right? But um, if I'm not mistaken, after ten weeks, one of those being a bye, you got a, a seven and is it seven and two record? No, you missed that loss versus the Bengals. There was three losses in a row. Oh, three in a row. There we go. Yeah, I did miss that one. So okay, six and nine, but then coming back home after the bye beating the jacksonville jaguars back on the winning tip what do you got in week 11 through 18 here wink now i see a couple wins in a row you know and then you come home against the bucks that that you know doesn't doesn't scare you too much and then you go at seattle on thanksgiving kind of little payback for when they ate turkey on our 50 yard line like let's go up there let's eat some 50 or let, let, let's eat some turkey on their 50 rubbing in their faces a little bit Revenge game. Okay. Yeah, a little old school revenge game, right? I mean, none of these guys still play for either team, but that's all right. The fans remember. Uh, And then then it's a big one, right? This is one of the biggest games of the year. They got to go to Philadelphia. That is a tough place to play football. And I have the 49ers losing that football game. I wish I could have a revenge game here, but that's a tough one. That's going to be bad. Don't worry. I have it coming back later, if you know what I mean. So, you know, they, they lose to Philly, and then, you know, then it's – I see them winning out from there. I really do. I see Seahawks, Arizona, Ravens on Christmas, Commanders, Rams, like a win out after that game. That's kind of, the, again, like a second wake-up call for the 49ers. It's like, okay, we were we were feeling good. We had a great record head into this game at Philly. We lose the game. But then they figure it out, run the table, Looking good. What what I know what I got. It's thirteen and four for the 49ers. Like you said, one of the all-time great seasons for this 49ers squad. They've got the talent. Can they put it all together? Can Nick Bosa show up and really help this football team? I sure hope so. I have a question for you, Nick. You talked about that three-game skid in the kind of in the middle there um after the five and zero start. Yeah. Do you think that fans would start to get a little restless at the quarterback yes. position if you have a three-game skid? And do you think that the kind of chatter about Sam Donald might start to get a little louder, whether it's from the media or from uh, just fans in general? I think it just depends, right? Is Purdy the reason that the 49ers aren't winning these games? Is he throwing picks? You know, is he turning the ball over? If so, then yeah. I really think – I mean, we we know Twitter, right? I mean, it's, it, or X or whatever you want to call it. Like, it, it, it would start to to creep in, right? You'd hear a lot of Darnold chatter. You'd hear a lot of like, see, this is why we should have kept Trey Lance, you know, chatter. Like, that sort of thing. So, I, if it's not Purdy, if it's something else, I don't, I don't think you hear it as much. You know, if it's, if it's the defense just giving up a ton of points and their shootouts and Purdy's still looking good but they're losing football games, I don't think you get it. But we all know the, the old saying, right, the most popular – man in town on a losing teams, a backup quarterback. So it, 
as long as it's not pretty, I don't, I don't think we hear it. But if we do, that that could get really interesting heading into the bye. What do you think? 13 wins, Croc. Can you beat that for the 49ers? What's your record prediction for the 49ers? In, uh, we're not going to go through week by week for you and I, but what's your record prediction and where is that finish in the NFC? I assume week 13 wins gets the 49ers the, uh, the NFC West division title. Yeah, that's why I have them winning the title and yeah, and, and going to host a playoff game against okay. Philadelphia a little bit down the road. Ooh, I like that. What do you got, I, I had the 49ers at 12 and 5. And again, I did that on Bleacher Report uh, when the schedule was released. And I still feel confident about that. Now, I might be off with a win or loss that I gave to you know a specific team, but just in the sense of where I feel like the 49ers will hover around, I think 12 wins will probably be the average response from people that either cover the 49ers or 49er fans. So maybe I'm kind of taking the easy way out there. Uh, you know, Winky has them winning week one and going on a three-game losing streak a little later. I have them actually losing week one and kind of, you know, going on a winning streak after that. I think there's going to be some really tough games. And uh, Wink was talked about that win streak towards the end of the, the schedule there. And, I mean, throughout names like Baltimore – on, on Christmas, and I I don't know why, but I look at Baltimore, and I'm just like, do they continue to kind of be what they were last year? If, if Lamar Jackson plays a full year, which he has done, I mean, they win a lot of games when he's out there. That That's going to be like a scary game for me. I think there's obviously, you know, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. There's scary games throughout the schedule. But teams like Baltimore, who are traditionally just really good, especially when you have an MVP caliber quarterback back there, man, that, that, there's just some tough games there that kind of worry me, but you'll also find out more about who the 49ers are. Yeah. There's a little bit of a tough stretch in the middle, and Wink, you had a little losing streak for the 49ers there. And even if they lose some of those games, um, I, I think they do have a chance to win a lot of games at the end of the season, and we've seen them rally after some slow starts in the past to win a lot of games at the end of the seasons and end up in the NFC Championship game. Um, the beginning of the season is the key stretch to me. Is Bosa back and playing? When is that? Do they go to Pittsburgh and get a win? So that start is huge. And the way you laid out the start there for the 49ers, they they blow away that 10 and a half uh, win total over under at FanDuel, right? And so that's where I'm at teetering on that because if they come out of uh, Pittsburgh with a win, Bosa is signed at some point after or before that, then you're golden, you're rolling into the season, and any of the weird bad vibes uh, are long gone quickly. You know, like sign Bosa, win in Pittsburgh, Trey Lance stuff, we'll revisit that yep. next April when everyone's talking about worst draft trades again. It'll, it'll be long forgotten good vibes again for the season, you know. But if not, I think it could be a, a little stumble out of the out of the blocks, and maybe it is a, only a 10-win team this year. So uh, right now, I've got the 49ers at 10 wins with a non-Bosa signing and just some weirdness going into the season. The early part of the season is the big stretch that I, I think is going to be key for what that final record is. So there might be a little competition here if it is a 10-win season with the Seattle Seahawks, who I think can be right in that same spot. Uh, do they win the tiebreaker in the division in that case? Do they, you know, do they sweep the Seahawks, and are they able to win the West that way? Uh, is a big one. Croc, you have the 49ers winning the West with your 12 wins? Yes. And I have the Seahawks right below them with the 11 wins. Okay. So, I did give the Niners the, the NFC West sweep, right? No, right. no losses oh, to divisional opponents, which yeah. is tough, which is hard to do. 
it's hard to do. It, it might not be as hard to do this year with uh, the way the Rams and the uh, in the Arizona Cardinals are looking roster wise. But you never know, especially with those division opponents. And I, I couldn't quite give the 49ers a full sweep when I was looking at this uh, going through it. So um, I do have 10 wins right now for the 49ers. But again, what happens in the next six days is going to be huge for setting the tone for the early going for the 49ers. Uh, more on the predictions of week one by Croc and I a little bit later in the week, but we've got to predict Super Bowl winners, MVPs, and rookies of the year season awards for the 49ers in league next. Today's episode of Locked On 49ers is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. With killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have at any event with Game Time. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sporting events, music, comedy, and theater near you. You decide, eh, last minute, I want to go to this concert. Well, go find some tickets at Game Time. For me, it was super easy. I want to go see a San Francisco Giants baseball game. Hop into the city. It was like, yeah, got Friday night off and go get a ticket. Open up the Game Time app. Boom, tickets available. It is super easy to buy uh, you don't need to plan for months in advance. You get images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You can buy those tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set, and tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NFL for $20 off sporting events, football tickets, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, you name it. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Okay, guys, we've got the San Francisco 49ers. You got them winning the West. What about a little bit deeper into the playoffs? Wink, we'll start with you first. Who is your Super Bowl champion and how far do the 49ers go this year? This is it, man. Quest for six. I, I think this is the year the 49ers get it done. I, I think they stay healthy. All the things work out just the way, you know, the, the 49ers planned it. Obviously, there's going to be bumps and there's going to be weird things that happen. You guys mentioned weird losses. There's going to be a weird loss in there. We're like, oh, it's going to be an easy week. Oh, wait. Oh, I mean, I have them losing to the Browns, but maybe even weirder than that. But I, I really, I really like what they've done. You know, re just reinforcing that defensive line the offensive line still worries me a little bit but i, I love the offensive weapons i i love the the linebackers on this football team like i just i love this 49er football team and they have the talent and hopefully they have the drive and hopefully kyle shanahan can can get it done and and kind of take that you know you remember the steve young monkey on his back oh, yeah. thing like yep. that might be a kyle shanahan thing this year yeah like get it off somebody help me here like we all remember that steve young on the sideline hopefully it's kyle's year Croc, 49ers, quest for six. Are we talking quest for seven next year at this time? You know, I hope so, right? I think a lot of it is going to, you know, kind of fall on the shoulders of, of Brock Purdy and obviously for, you know, any second-year quarterback. And we've seen some guys have certain level of success. You know, that that's a lot to ask of a guy who's still trying to gain his experience. I call him a second-year quarterback, but, you know, still limited starts starting, you know, what, seven games or playing in eight games or whatever it was. So uh, my expectations of him aren't like super high. I still feel like he's going to kind of need the team around him to, to carry him in just certain moments as he goes through some of his uh, ups and downs and learning. Now, if he just continues to hit the ground running, 
like he did last season, then I see no reason why the 49ers can't win the Super Bowl. If there are some of the growing pains that you should expect to see, then I would assume that, you know, it'd be a little tough to still kind of be able to outduel guys in the NFC, like, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts, who plays exceptionally well, regardless of how good your defense is. Uh, you have guys out there like, you know, even Dak Prescott. And if the 49ers defense is clicking, you'll stifle him. He will be a non-issue. If the 49ers defense isn't as great as we have seen over the last couple of years, that's when you might see a better version of Dak. A lot of people, and I've kind of, I don't want to say talked up Dak, but I've kind of defended him a little bit because, you know, I think there's this thing with 49er fans and the, the fan base where, you know, you've seen the team have a certain level of success, you know, against certain guys, whether it's Geno Smith, Dak Prescott. But it's like, man, well, the 49ers defense has been excellent. You know, Dak Prescott went into that playoff game. 49ers had the number one defense in the NFL. Prescott was just coming off of a game where he threw for over 300 yards and four touchdowns, zero interceptions against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? So if the 49ers defense takes a step down, which nobody's really expecting, do you have to start to kind of go toe-to-toe with these guys that can put up a bunch of yards, can put up a bunch of points. 49ers beat the Cowboys in the wild card round uh, a couple years ago. I mean, that was the highest scoring offense in the league. That was like the number one offense in the league. 49ers defense was just too good. So if you tell me the 49ers have that same defense, and obviously you have all your weapons and they're healthy, then yeah, they should be right there in the mix and be able to compete and beat anyone. If there is a step back with the defense, those guys that you've been stifling, those quarterbacks, you might have a tougher time stopping them. And then now that's just a lot more on the shoulders of Brett You're not getting those stops. Your, your defense isn't putting you in all these advantageous situations. Your defense isn't, uh, you know, the number one defense over the second half in getting turnovers. You know, we just expect 49ers defense to be great as it is, as it has been. Will they be that defense still? And I think that's going to be the biggest thing because that's what's going to help Brock Purdy still have that smoother transition. Croc, what kind of shoes are you wearing right now? Oh, man, you know, I'm wearing some, uh, take these off here quick, some uh, Crocs. There we go. Oh, you, okay, you got Crocs, ah, yes. Crocs in sport mode. I, I, was, I was wondering if maybe you uh, had taps on because you tap dance around the, the prediction part of that. <laughs> And uh, I asked you the 49ers were going to win the Super Bowl, and you said a whole lot. So it's not like you said the 49ers won't win the Super I Bowl. I don't maybe. expect them to win the Super Bowl. I do not expect them to win the Super Bowl. Okay, who do you got then? Who, who do you, who's the Super Bowl winner this year? I don't want to say. Okay. Oh, okay, Super Bowl winner. Excuse me, Super Bowl winner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm always going to rock with Kansas City, just okay. what they are. Like, I just know they'll be there. I feel comfortable with saying that. Uh, you know, I could see obviously the AFC is going to be really tough, and, and there's a lot of kind of new characters in that division. I can't wait to see what Aaron Rodgers looks like with the Jets over the full season. Will Russell Wilson be as bad as he was last season? Is it over, or does he kind of get you know acclimated more with his teammates? But you know, even outside of those guys, you got Joe Burrow. It feels like he's just consistently going to be in the mix. You got Justin Herbert. It feels like he's going to be in the mix. You got Trevor. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, like, you know, he's coming. He's kind of that guy behind. And I don't even think I mentioned Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. So uh, luckily the 49ers aren't in that division because that's going to be a, a dog fest. But uh, I, I think Kansas City, they're, they're just – the way they're built and the, how comfortable their quarterback is, I mean, they're just so so tough. They're so tough. So I don't, I, yeah, they're the favorites and they should be. Croc's saying I don't want to say it makes me think that he's got Dallas in the Super Bowl. He doesn't want to make his brother happy. He asked me who I had winning the Super Bowl. 
Yeah. So I, I have Kansas City winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, you know what, Tapping. guys? Uh, I am going to say, and I do have the Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. I have Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl, too. You Dude, guys. I did not expect that from you, Croc. I'm going to lay out something. This is the... We cannot play this soundbite for my big brother. Bro. We can't. You can't put this in, in, anywhere else, but the, the, the Cowboys, they're knocking on that door. And I hate that it's them, but they are very well built. They got the weapons offensively. I really like the addition of Brandon Cooks. You know, Tony Pollard back there, he's kind of this uh, three down back, catches the ball well. Uh, you know, but for me, the difference between them and maybe even like a 49 outside of a little bit more experience at the quarterback position, man, they have some game records on that defense. What and about this storyline? So Dak Prescott goes down. Hold Trey on, Lance wait. Well, no, 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 no. Hold Trey, on against Trey no. Lance in the playoffs. Like, what? Dude, Come you on. cannot steal my thunder like that. I've got the whole thing planned out here. This is the revenge postseason no. in January and February. You've got division round playoffs. The 49ers lose to the Eagles in the regular season. They go beat the Eagles in the playoffs in the divisional round. Brock Purdy in the 49ers revenge game there. They then go play the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship game. Nick Bosa knocks out Dak Prescott. Wow. Trey Lance drives down the field to set up, wait for it, a Robbie Gold game-winning field goal. Oh. And it's the Cowboys that advance to the Super Bowl and lose to the guy who should have been a 49ers since 2005, the league MVP, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, dismantle wow. the Cowboys in the Super Bowl, uh, Aaron Rodgers beats his old coach from Green Bay and Mike McCarthy there as well in the Super Bowl. So no shortage of storylines and madness and revenge in my uh, in my predictions for 2023 there. Peacock has been kind of putting that Robbie Gold thing out there for a while. The, the only addition was Trey Lance in there to kind of yeah. sweeten up his story a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't foresee that happening. Uh, Trey, Trey Lance still has to kind of try to leapfrog Cooper Rush <laughs> for that quarterback spot. Yeah. But you, again, the Dallas Cowboys, and I hate to talk them up. I hate to talk up all these other teams, but when I remove just kind of my fandom and I just look at it from just a pure, pure football perspective, uh, they have a lot of good things working for them over there in Dallas. Uh, you know, I feel like we do this every year kind of with them. So maybe I'm giving them a little too much credit, but yeah, I do I like where that roster is built. <laughs> I think if yeah. I think if you you give me another fifty three in this league, other than the 49ers, I'm not taking it. Like I want the 49ers roster. I love it. I love it. It's stacked, man. It's it's great you as should. long as there's Nick Bosa in there, right? You want oh, that. And I have the the Niners beating the Bengals in the Super Bowl too. There you go. I think I like that Joe, Bur yeah. Joe Burrow might be the MVP in the league this year. I got to be honest. Your scenario is probably more likely than mine. Wink. But uh, yours is fun though. Quite the fairy tale you've. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, would that be what if Parsons and Bosa knock out both starters and then it's Donald versus Trey like it was in training camp, but in the NFC championship game? I got, I got, uh, I got Sam Darnold. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Me um, too. Let's go. Okay. Uh, my league MVP was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, what about team MVP? What do you got for the uh, 49ers awards? You want to go first, Crock? Oh. It's got to be Nick Bosa. I think he's going to come back. He's going to come back on strong. And, and this is a guy that just continues to kind of lead this team. And I think maybe if he misses a game or two, you really realize the importance of him and how 
having him on the field, you are just much better. And I think the impact of that really allowing us to kind of see what the defense looks like without him. And then he comes back and, and you know, to- totally changes the trajectory of this defense. I-, I think that will kind of catapult him to being the 49ers uh, team MVP. I like, I like Brock Purdy. I really want to see him, you know, he, we saw him in limited time last year. Those seven starts or seven wins were fantastic. He looked great. And why not take that next step, right? Why not just, just propel this team? If I'm going to have 13 wins on a football team, the the quarterback's going to have to do quite a bit of work. So Brock Purdy is going to put up some numbers this year. Watch out. I'm going to say Fred Warner. Fred Warner team MVP. He kind of gets lost in how important he is. And, you know, Bosa gets a lot of headlines. The guys on offense get a lot of headlines. I think this is going to be another big Debo year as well. He's going to get force-fed the football, love the shape he's in, love the mindset he's got coming into the season. Of course, McCaffrey could easily be, you know, just the focal point of the offense and go huge. And, and Ayuk was the MVP of the of the of, the, uh, of training camp. It could be all those guys. Bosa comes back, but I'm going to go Fred Warner. Just the stability and leadership that, that he possesses for the 49ers. You're not wrong. I like as rookie of the year. I like Ronnie Bell, man. I, I think we're going to see him a lot out there in those three wide receiver sets. I think you're going to have so much attention on Debo and Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey and anybody else who's out there that Ronnie Bell is going to get a lot of balls thrown his way this year. He's shown that he could be electric. I think that is definitely easy to go with Ronnie Bell. That's kind of a low-hanging fruit. He's a guy who's probably going to yeah. be out there on special teams as well. You're going to see that impact. But I'm going to go a different route here and definitely still stay on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going Jalen Graham. And I can see Drake Greenlaw, he's a guy who has missed time. And when you watch Jalen Graham and him playing next to Fred Warner, I think he's going to continue to kind of raise his game. And he's going to kind of kick Dre Greenlaw out of there for the long haul. So and when I say long haul, I mean, you know, Yay. moving forward, they're like, you know, we got to get rid of Dre Greenlaw, even though he's one of the, one of the best. I think he was a top 100 player in the league. The 49ers yeah. have the best tandem because of Dre Greenlaw. I mean, obviously it's Fred Warner, then how great Greenlaw is. But, man, there's something about Jalen Graham. I just watch him, and, I, and I'm seeing it, and he's figuring it out on the fly. And there's some times where he gets kind of stacked behind guys. But I think he – takes that next level. We've seen Drake Greenlaw. He does miss games. So if he has to step out for a few games, you see Graham come in there and fill in, and all of a sudden you see this rookie, this young guy, flying around. For now, he's going to have to make some room for this uh, Nick Bosa contract. I think uh, Greenlaw might be one of the cap casualties. Mm, yeah, there's, they're going to have to make some decisions at some point in the in the very near future, I think, contractually with some guys. Um it's weird that the, a seventh-round player would be the low-hanging fruit for Rookie of the Year, right, in, in Ronnie Bell. I'm going to go to the opposite side. I'm going to go to the, the, the top of it, and I don't think we've seen what Jair Brown is going to be yet. So the 49ers' first pick this year. I almost want to pick Jake Moody, as much as I hated the draft pick. What, about, what, if, it, what if it's Jake Moody, after all this, he's the one lining up in January to beat the Eagles in the playoffs and kicking a, a game-winning field goal, right? And uh, it's been – you know, it's, it's, it's it goes – you go from being like, oh, man, what are you doing drafting a kicker in the third round? And then all of a sudden you start rooting for the guy because everyone's against him at this point. Everyone hates him just because of where he's drafted, right? And then people hate kickers anyway as soon as something weird happens. Um, so I almost want to pick Jake Moody. I'm going to go Jair Brown, though. I think eventually he'll you know, take over uh, one of those safety spots, most likely free safety, and, and uh, become a starter this year and make some impact plays. I don't think you know training camp and you know underwear Olympics, I don't think that's where Jair Brown – shines i think we'll appreciate him once he starts playing multiple games you see him out there on the field 
on Sunday. So uh, give me Jair Brown as the uh, as the rookie of the year for the 49ers. I like oh, it. Oh, man. Next next time we talk, guys, there's going to be a 49er game that's been played. How exciting Ooh. is that? Oh, it's awesome. I can't wait. Uh, any other predictions? You guys are going, guys right? Before we go? We, we are. I actually need to look up the Airbnb today. See if we're going to go that route or a hotel route. But nice. Yeah, we are. I'm excited. Bring, bring a W, guys. Come on. Big time W coming back. Any other predictions before we go, guys? Christian McCaffrey, offensive uh, MVP for this team. Why not? Offensive, maybe offensive player of the year for the league. Some more low-hanging fruit. Potential MVP candidate, maybe. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, he could be that. Absolutely. All right, fantastic stuff. Can't wait for football. Wink, we'll be talking about uh, a 49ers game next Wednesday, and I hope Ooh. it's not a lot of wink in the stink coming back from Pittsburgh. Thanks, everybody, for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you are subscribed on YouTube and everywhere you get your podcasts. Croc and I back tomorrow. It's crossover time. Chris Carter of Locked On Steelers. Talk to you then right here, Locked On 49ers.